What is going on? Welcome to BRS, the Boston Rob Show, and I am him, Boston Rob. How is your week going? Hopefully better than Megyn Kelly's, but then again, this broad was on the air defending one of the most racist things that white people can do, and she'll probably get fired and walk away with more money than she had going to work. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to America. So if you don't know, Megyn Kelly was defending blackface, something that no white person should ever defend. It shouldn't even be a conversation at this point. But she said she doesn't know what happened when she was growing up. Blackface was okay. And I go, Megyn Kelly, how old are you? Did you grow up in the 1920s? Because blackface has never been okay. Even when it was created at the turn of the century, it was socially accepted it wasn't okay. Its roots in hatred and racism were never okay. It was just socially, we were a pretty backwards country when it came to race. So it's confusing that she would go and defend that. And it really tells you a lot about her, I guess. You know, when people start to tell you who they are, don't listen. Not saying don't listen, but they're going to tell you their ideal image of themselves. When they answer certain questions and they're talking about certain topics, that's when they really reveal who they are. And I think Megyn Kelly pretty much spelt out that she is very wealthy and very white. That was probably her upbringing. So a lot of people maybe go, you can't blame her, but you can. You really can. This is the prime example of white privilege. I know everyone, you know, debates on whether that's a thing or not, but here it is. She had absolutely zero clue that blackface is horrifically offensive, super racist, and shouldn't be done. It shouldn't, you know, I worked in radio for almost 20 years. Even when it came up, it was not defended. Maybe by a caller or two who you kind of got the subtle hint of they might be racist. But it's just, it's when people say, pick your battles, this is not a battle. This is over, decided. I mean, blackface, its most famous character from the turn of the century, and not talking Y2K, I'm talking 1899, was Jim Crow, who was a white guy uh, with blackface on, playing this character Jim Crow. Now, you might recognize that name because the South adopted that name for its wicked racist segregation laws. So that just tells you a little more about the history of blackface and that it's absolutely not true. Now, maybe she knew that she would have had a different thought, but it's deeper than that. It's like this broad making this much money on this national news station really reveals to you a lot about America (laughs) that she just didn't in her gut understand that blackface ain't okay. And the fact that she compared it with whiteface, which has zero history, the history goes back as far as what? I don't know, was it the early aughts when the Wayans brothers did white chicks? That's whiteface history. There is no history to it. So the fact that she compared them is just idiotic. How this Megyn Kelly is relatable, I don't know. Makes sense that she'll go to Fox News where this stuff is not only tolerated, but it's daily featured on every show. I mean, I don't want to get into Fox News. Just for me, and you know, the morning show I worked on when I was in San Diego, I loved that because 
even with Radio Magic, which every morning show has a little Radio Magic, everything we did was so rooted in authenticity. And whether it was PC or wasn't PC, it was it was real. And I think that's why it was such a successful show. And I think that's where success comes from, and especially right now in America. People are craving authenticity. They've been duped by a guy, a Manhattan, you know, schemester who... To me, I don't know if anybody else gets this feeling, but he's just a big crying, whine, whining crybaby. It, it's exhausting to read these tweets or hear him in the news every night going, unfair, untrue, get it wrong, clean up your act. It's just, we have a president who's constantly complaining. Now, could you imagine having any other president act like this dude? I mean, he will go down in history for the amount of unfair uh, victim tweets that he's sent out because he's always the victim of whatever. He cannot take... Real men can stand in the face of criticism. Real men can admit when they're wrong, can apologize. This dude squirms like a worm. And it's just surprising that more people don't see that. I get it. They He's made politics so political. People like the the whatever, the Christians in the South, I mean, the weirdest group ever who, you know, don't want to say, damn, they've overlooked and, (laughs) you know, totally tarnished their own character standing by this dude because they have an agenda that they think he'll push, push through because they have a Supreme Court that they want, you know, a majority on, whatever it is. It's just... Let's look at Lincoln for a second, because Trump came out with that picture where he painted Lincoln in it, because Lincoln was with the Whig Party, which was the Republicans, but Lincoln, it's not what you think of nowadays. Just like I was explaining, blackface was socially accepted. wasn't okay, but it was accepted back then. We're talking, (laughs) you know, Lincoln had a free slaves, folks. I don't think he would be along the lines of where Trump is, but Trump painted him in that picture. Now, Lincoln trashed somebody in an opinion piece in the paper. That person, James Shield, demanded that they find out who it was that trashed him because Lincoln wrote it under the name Rebecca. When he found out, the dude in the newspaper gave Lincoln up immediately, which I think is kind of kind of shady. James Shield challenged Lincoln to a duel. Lincoln accepted, went down to Bloody Island, Missouri, where dueling was still legal. And they took their broadswords and came out with the truce. <laughs> I wish that story had more to it. But that, but that's where it goes. But Lincoln accepted the duel. Could you imagine that? That's, I mean, for Trump, this dude talks a big game. But he's like one of those little dogs that just bark, 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 bark. And then you walk up to him and you're like, hey, little puppy. And they run and hide. That's Trump. And it sucks because this dude is just crying every, just whining. And it's ironic that him and all his supporters call other people snowflakes, thinking they get upset about everything. But I've never seen more tweets saying that they've been treated unfairly than this president. Oh, it's amazing to me, you know, for Trump and Megyn Kelly, people who make so much money, but have zero common sense. So... Just remember, folks, and especially white folks, if you, if you don't know any black people and you're really questioning, you know, things like blackface, 
you know, have a talk, have a discussion with someone. Go go to a different neighborhood than you live in and talk with people. Get diversified. It, it's only going to do us better. And it's amazing to me the melting pot that is America. The diversity that doesn't shock me, and and I really support is the diversity for you know the gay rights, the the minority rights, all that. That is that is something where I have so much empathy for. It's amazing that we have to make room for people in this country that are calling themselves Nazis, neo-Nazis. That is in America right now. They're all across our country and they're demanding that they have their own rights. Of people who are claiming the title of our enemy from World War II. That shocks me. That is a, a... we're going backwards. And what people need to do is get diversified in, in another way. Because it's only going to help us. You broaden your horizons. You see more things. Trust me. I know rich people that have lived in the same town forever. And it's almost like they were from the deep, deep south and didn't have, you know, internet. That's how their streamlined thinking is. They, they just believe what they've been told. But if they've ever been pressed about having a real situation in life about whatever it is, whatever they're scared of, whatever they're scared of is usually the thing they're yelling at the most. They've, they've never experienced life. And then if you talk to people who have lived in different places and met different people, you find they're not as scared as of these things and they understand different situations. It's not so black and white for them. So get out there. Be like Lincoln. When you're challenged to a duel, show up. Maybe instead of fighting with broadswords or cavalry swords, you'll talk about it and come to a truce. That's my lesson for today. Thank you for listening to BRS, the Boston Rob Show. Again, I am him, Boston Rob. Remember, this podcast, take it for what it costs, and it didn't cost you nothing, so share it with a friend. Peace.